Hello, my name is Sarah and I will be your host here today. Welcome to the Hotel Week podcast hosted by the Cornell Hotel Society Collegiate Chapter. Today we are joined by Dan Leva, class of 2014. Dan is currently the chief wing officer of the popular restaurant chain Wings Over. In 2016, Dan, along with three other Cornellians, were devastated that their favorite restaurant was shutting down. So in March of 2017, they reopened the Ithaca branch in its current college town location. A short seven months later, they took over the entire company so that they could improve the business with how they envisioned Wings Over to be. Now you can find Wings Over in 14 states, but you may best know the location of College Town. Can we start off by just asking a little bit about yourself, your journey at the hotel school, and your journey after the hotel school? Absolutely. So for me, I was born in San Francisco, grew up on the West Coast. Uh, my family moved to Arizona when I was in middle school and uh, ended up doing middle school and high school in Arizona. Um, I actually ended up somewhat applying to the hotel school by accident, uh, really uh, was applying to, to business schools, but my, my goal was always to uh, build hotels or, or work in hospitality. And so I remember coming out for Cornell days um, and really falling in love with Ithaca, falling in love with the hotel school. Um, and honestly, at that point, I didn't even know that the hotel school was the best one in the world. And so uh, once I realized all that, it, it, was, uh, it was a great opportunity for, for me to, to attend Cornell. Absolutely loved uh, my time there. Um, it did a work, work throughout college, did a bunch of uh, different things throughout school, was very involved. Uh, since then, I've, I've lived in New York City, uh, traveled quite a bit for, for all of the different things that we've done. But uh, I've had a pretty exciting time working and launching different companies in, in New York City. And for the last three years, have had the honor uh, of, along with my three business partners, to own Wings Over and, and serve as the chief wing officer. So that's a little bit about where, where we are today. Awesome. Thank you so much. And then moving on to the next question, what would you say are some of the most rewarding and the most challenging aspects of your position as chief wing officer? For sure. Uh, every single day you face a, a different challenge. And so it, for, for me, it, it, it's always the, the, the philosophy that we have around leadership is that people don't work for me. I work for a corporate team, our corporate team works for our restaurants, our restaurants work for our guests. Uh, and so for us, especially during COVID, uh, we really had to adjust our, our business. And so the biggest challenge uh, across every single day is how do we adapt and how do we stay true to, to our principles and our values? It's very, very easy um, to forget that when, when things get difficult, things get tough, or Sometimes it doesn't feel like the right financial decision. Uh, so those are some of the more, more challenging decisions because you're, you're really making decisions that affect the livelihood of a lot of people. Obviously, the, the fun part is, is testing wings and different flavors and different sauces, but the decisions that we make here truly have an impact on the, on the livelihood. So, so that's one of the most challenging um, aspects of, of the job. But, but what's really rewarding to me is, when we truly follow our values and, and, and we end up reaching our third value, which is create smileable experiences. And so uh, take a time to, I'll, I'll give a specific example. During COVID, there were a lot of elementary, middle school, high school kids who lost their, their school lunches. Um, and, and 
rather unplanned way, and, and a lot of people lost their jobs. And so uh, for us, we ended up launching a free kids meal program, um, and we ended up giving about, away about 15,000 different kids meals um, to, to students who needed them. And, and, and for us, uh, to see the joy that parents had or, or how thankful parents were um, in that time was you can't put a dollar value to that. And so the fact that we're able to create memorable experience, smileable experiences, or, or just put a smile on someone's face, that's what's truly rewarding. Obviously, there's, there's financial aspects and, and, and all of that, but, but none of that is, is what's most rewarding. For me, it's, it's being able to do something that keeps our teams employed, keeps our team safe, uh, and, and we actually do good for the community. We were also able to to give away 15,000 meals um, to frontline heroes. Uh, we partnered with different athletes from the NFL to the NBA to just all different types of sports. And, and so when we're really able to get behind a great cause, um, it, that that's what makes our all of the hard work, all of the hard decisions super rewarding. That's really, really amazing. You must have made such a positive impact on so many people's lives. And then moving on for the next question, how has being a hotelier shaped your career? So how have the connections that you've made at the hotel school and like your curriculum at the hotel school shaped where you are today? 100%. I mean, for me, being a hotelier is one of the best things that ever happened to me in, in my life. Uh, being a hotelier, the values of being a hotelier are very similar to the values that I have, which are work hard and, and be a good person at the at the end of the day and so not only did i meet some of my best friends at the hotel school but i truly felt like i was put in a position where i was challenged where i was allowed to think for myself uh and where i was encouraged to, to go and explore things that were outside of the norms and so today uh all of my business partners are cornell people uh one of them is a hotelie uh and then at the company We've employed probably a half dozen people that, that went to the hotel school as well. And so for me, being a hotel, it, it means something. It, it means that you've gone through the process. You're a certain type of person um, that really values hospitality, that values hard work. Uh, and at the end of the day, that, that you're extremely qualified. And so um, for me, being a hotel is something that I'll forever be grateful that bond and, and you know a lot of people joke and call it the, the hotel mafia but we really are everywhere and, and it's the strongest bond that I have uh, anywhere whether it be from a fraternity to um, a, a group or, or a sport or anything being a hotel is something that transcends internationally and I just remember myself being a student and, and how out of the way alumni would go to make sure that I had opportunities just because I was a hotelie, they had no idea who I was. They had no idea what was what was you know what I could do. But because I was a hotelie, everyone would give me the benefit of the doubt. And so it's it's a tradition, it's a culture, it's um, obviously a skill set as well. But uh, for me, being a hotelie is, is one of the, the things that I value the most. It's truly amazing. The hotelie network is really like no else. And then moving on, what is a recent challenge that you're facing with COVID right now? For sure. Uh, you know, I, I think everyone is facing different challenges with COVID. Um, you have to be everywhere. All, all of our lives have changed, right? You as students have had to adjust how you're doing the series, how you 
are traveling, how you're seeing classes. And so everyone has had to adjust. And, and yes, you can consider challenges or you can consider opportunities to continue innovating. And so while we never planned for something like COVID to happen, um, for us, we had always invested heavily into technology because we knew people were going to want to order digitally, order contactless, do more delivery, do more pickup. And so we just thought that that was a general trend, never really thought that it would be accelerated as much as it was during COVID. Um, but for us, it, 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 none of that mattered if we couldn't keep our crew and, and our guests safe. And so um, that's our biggest challenge every single day is, is how do we keep providing the same great experience while keeping our employees 100% safe? And if it's not possible for them to be 100% safe, um, then, then, then we're not doing it. And so that's why we've implemented so many different protocols from daily checks to um, different tests to just different barriers, different policies, you know, just a whole bunch of different things that we've done. Um, and, and we listen to our crew, we listen to our guests, and, and that guides a lot of our decisions because uh, we, we've definitely course corrected and, and we haven't gotten everything perfect. But uh, for us, we wanted to be very proactive and continue being very proactive, even though in, in the market like Ithaca, for example, we're, we're technically allowed to open up the dining room. Our crew doesn't, doesn't necessarily feel safe doing that yet. And so we're not going to open it until we, until we do. Um, and that has created some challenges as to how do we notify people when their order's ready? What happens when we used to have, you know, past midnight, we, the restaurant used to be packed. Uh, standing room only. And so how do we adjust that experience? How do we make this delivery experience better? And so there's different challenges every single day, but you just have to keep putting yourself uh, in the shoes of the people that are ordering and the shoes of your of your crew um, and continue listening and adjusting because that's the only constant at this point is that we're going to all have to continue adjusting. And um, whether we like it or not, there's somewhat of a new normal and, and, and that's just the reality of it. It's a great answer. Hopefully the vaccine will come out soon and COVID will be somewhat in the past soon. But yeah, it truly is going to shape the future for sure. And then on the other side of things, do you have any exciting plans coming up for Wings Over? Sure, yeah. For, for the last three years, we've, we've worked really hard to make sure that the, the, the company is set up for success. So Wingsdoor has been around for almost 20 years, but um, we've really reimagined it over the last three years. And so um, we've opened some new restaurants over the last few years. Um, but now uh, we have a couple restaurants under construction right now, one getting ready to open next month. We have another one getting to open by the end of the year. Uh, we have a couple more projects that will be opening up in Q1 of, of 2021 and, and then a couple more in the pipeline. So. We have, uh, we have probably half a dozen locations opening up in the next year, which is a really exciting opportunity for us, um, which not, not everyone has that opportunity to be growing right now. And, and so we're extremely thankful for that. Um, outside of that, we obviously have some, some very exciting stuff happening inside the restaurant. Uh, we have some new sauces coming out. We have some new product lines coming out. So, uh, yeah, we, we're, we're still in, uh, in, in testing phase and feedback phase. And so uh, maybe we'll do a little tasting for, for our Ithaca uh, loyal guests at some point. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got a lot, of, a lot of great stuff happening. That sounds super exciting. I'm sure we're all looking forward to that.
And then okay. one more question. Um, what is your favorite item on the menu at Wings Over and how did this menu item come about? So the thing is my favorite menu item has been my favorite menu item since uh, I was personally in college. So when I was in school as a hotel, Wings Over Ithaca was actually my favorite restaurant and uh, it was located in a completely different part of town. Um, but it's been the same order ever since, and we refined it a little bit now, um, especially now that we have the new location uh, in College Town. But my order's been the same uh, since day one, which is a, 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 an order of tenders. Uh, half of them are citrus chipotle, half of them are honey mustard. I get ranch dressing, and I get waffle fries with uh, with an orange soda. And so that's been my, my go-to order since then. Obviously, I have uh, some, some new favorite flavors, especially some of the new stuff that's coming out. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I That sounds phenomenal. And then to conclude this podcast, do you have any advice for our hoteliers listening today? Yeah, look, for, for me, I, I always appreciate when someone asks me for my advice, but for, the, the biggest advice that, that I can give someone is to always just do what you feel is right. Um, it may be, you may end up being 100% wrong, but that's okay. Just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean that you should be doing it. If you truly believe in something, um, just go for it. And, and so I remember sometimes getting caught up and, oh, so-and-so has this internship or so-and-so is doing that or someone so-and-so is making this much money out of college. Yeah, that, that's all good and great, and it's, it's very easy to, to get caught up. But remember why what your goals are. Remember what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And if you feel like it's the right thing, go for it. And, and so that's, that's always been my biggest thing. It's somewhat about passion, somewhat about what your goals are, but don't be scared to, to do something that's different. If you truly believe that, it's right. Thank you so much. We can all learn a lot from that piece of advice. Thank you so much for tuning in to our second episode of this series. If you're craving some wings or chicken tenders, you can order them online at wingsover.com for pickup or delivery. Tune in tomorrow for our next podcast.